some of us go into procrastination because we say, well, I can't reach it, so I'm not going to try to go for it. Now, what do you mean by that, Joe? All right, well, if you can't reach it now, what can you do so you can reach that goal? A podcast hosted by Joe Dietrich, Joe on the Mic, Leader Talk, tackles various leadership strategies that cover self-development, self-leadership, including spiritual and physical health of leaders. This podcast will feature guests ranging from military leaders, thought leaders, health and nutrition leaders, spiritual leaders, nonprofit leaders, and many more. Hey, 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 guys. I wanted to share with you guys in episode 33 a special broadcast because I did it in the war room. Uh, where it, was a, it was a men's group, and it still is a men's group, but it's a men's group that I created. And we went over a special thing talking about procrastination, identifying nine areas that could contribute to procrastination and how we can overcome them. But before we begin, hey, let's hear our sponsor, and then we'll get right into it. I know you'll enjoy it. Stick around. There's a lot of good nuggets out of this that you can get for men and women, even though it's for a men's group. All right, guys. Talk to you later and listen in. All right. Back to our episode. Uh, thank you, guys, for being here with me today. I appreciate you uh, participating and those that said they want to participate. And you know what? Um, this is, like I said, the first sit rep. But uh, you know what? We're going to go on and, uh, hey, you know, uh, God put this on my heart this week about procrastination. It was just the different events that occurred uh, throughout these past couple of weeks about procrastination, uh, praying about things, uh, being on other other people's uh, challenges. And this this word kept on coming up. So I was like, you know what, I, I need to deep dive in there because I was I've been affected by procrastination as well procrastination in my life uh, when I was younger and not wanting to do things and procrastination, you know, it, it, it can have some devastating effects for the rest of your life, how you perceive things, how you take about your, your daily life and how it matters, uh, how people perceive you. I mean, even though we shouldn't be uh, worried about people's perceptions of us, but we don't want to have a negative connotation especially if we're, we're Christians, we believe in God, we believe in his, his plan for us and what he has for our life. And we don't want to have procrastination hanging and looming over us. But sometimes there's other things that get involved that makes procrastination happen. And we're going to dive into that a little bit. We're, not, we're going to, this whole point of this, uh, hey, Michael, how you doing? Good morning to you. Good morning. The whole point of this is just to bring about some awareness for us as men about the dangers of procrastination and how we can dive in the Word of God, like we learned through the power of Proverbs, how important it is to stay connected to God and to, to, to not get so hung up on procrastination. And if we, we identify procrastination, what are we supposed to do with it? So uh, before we begin... Uh, I want to share some stuff here with you guys. And we're going to be hanging on a couple of uh, Bible scriptures here. We're going to be hanging on Proverbs uh, chapter 6, verses 10 through 11. And then Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 through 10. 
And then we're going to dive into Luke a little bit, uh, Luke chapter 9, 51. And of course, so one of my favorite verses is Jeremiah 29, 11. And then also First uh, John chapter 5, verses 4, for your reference. And if you want to look it up later on. But let us dive in real quick here in Proverbs um, Proverbs chapter 6, and we went through the power of Proverbs. If you got, if any of you missed the power of Proverbs, go through it. Go through it. If you if you want a link, uh, if, you, if you don't know how to get to the power of Proverbs, DM me. And I know some of you guys are in here already with me. You know, hey, I know how to get to it, but this is going to be broadcast uh, further for people to figure, you know, come in and say, hey, look, I want to figure out this power of Proverbs how exciting it was, and it was very exciting. If you guys missed it, you have still have a chance until I'm going to leave it up until the end of February. But guys, if you want to see it, dive in. Dive in, especially men. The Power of Proverbs 21-day challenge that we went through or 21-day event we went through, it was awesome. It helped me out. It helped a lot of other men out. It'll help you out too. But let's dive into Proverbs chapter uh, chapter 6 to start out our Procrastination is not a destination. So it says here, well, you know what? Let's go to Proverbs chapter 6. Let's start at number 9. Verse 9, it says, How long will you stay in bed, you slacker? Yikes. When will you get up from your sleep? Verse 10, a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the arms to rest. And your poverty will come on you like a robber and get you like a bandit. So, you know what? We don't want to have procrastination get us like that, you know, <laughs> and sometimes and we're going to dive into it here. Procrastination can get us. But we don't want procrastination to overtake us because it robs us, like it says in the word of God. It robs us of our destination, it robs us of what God wants to do in our life. So let me let me get you a little quote here. I do my research. Uh, I came across this article uh, by Dr. Pamela Garcy uh, out of uh, Psychology Today. And a quote says here, It is estimated that one-fifth of adults and half of all students procrastinate. And she, she continues, she says, Negative impacts of procrastination include diminished performance, poor mental and physical health, and increased stress, worry, and guilt. I've been there, done that, bought the t-shirt. It says longitudinal studies of procrastination have indicated that it it appears to be self-defeating behavior patterns marked by short-term benefits, we'll talk about that, and long-term costs. And you're like, whoa, whoa, what does procrastination have short-term benefits? Well, there, there are benefits to procrastination, right? We rest. We think that we, oh, you know, let me just rest a little bit. You know, I'll get, you know, so you're in your mind, you're getting short-term benefits of, yeah, I'm going to get some rest here. I'm not going to worry about it. Oh, I can do it later. So you give yourself a little bit of ease. So that's some short-term benefits. But, like he says, but there's long-term costs. But you know what? The Proverbs, the Proverbs, like, kind of summed it up real quick. Instead of all those, (laughs) all those words and big big words and terminology that the, the doctor gave us, Proverbs broke it out real quick. It's like, look, 
you're going to get a little sleep, you're going to get a little slumber. That's a short-term benefit. But then the long-term cost is that you're going to be robbed of life. You're going to be robbed in, of things that needed to get done, and then you're going to be worrying, stressing out. So let us look real quick at some of the things that might affect or might make you procrastinate. And I have right here behind me, there's uh, nine different things. See, procrastination sometimes is because of, yeah, you might have some perfectionism going on over there. So you, you, you overthink something to the point where you, you become ineffective. I know I've been there sometimes, like, oh, man, I, you know, I have to get everything right the first time. I need to have all my ducks in a row before I go start doing this project. I've been there. I've done that. Not a lot. I'm not, I'm not, that's, that's not something heavy for me. But do you, are you a perfectionist? Is that why you don't go forward and do something? And then it says, here's a big one right here. I don't know if you can see it. It says unforgiveness might be a reason why you procrastinate. Unforgiveness. Well, what do you mean by that, Joe? Well, unforgiveness. Maybe there was some hurts in the past that stopping you now, someone said you can't do something right. You'll never achieve. Oh, you know, you're not smart enough. So you're holding on to those things in the past that's keeping you procrastinating. And we know how important it is as Christians to forgive because God forgave us. And you know what, how much more we would be able to achieve in life if we would just put into effect forgiveness. Say, look, whatever that person said over me, you know, I'm gonna forgive them. They don't, they don't know what they're, their power, their words are saying, because maybe they have hurts in their own life. So can we forgive? Yes, we can. We have to make a choice to do it. So procrastination and things in life that God wants us to do, we can just move ahead and move forward. All right, what else about procrastination? It says right here, unrealistic expectations. Yeah, unrealistic expectations. We might think, uh, you know what? Uh, if I start this business or I start this ministry, I need to automatically have a hundred people in my ministry that are following me, that are listening to my programs, that are taking my lessons. And if I don't have a hundred you know, people that are interested, I'm not gonna do it. Unrealistic expectations. Or how about, Lord, you know, I'm a step forward in faith and I'm gonna go ahead and do this. And I'm going to leave the, the results up to you. When you put this in my heart, I'm going to go forward and do it. I'm going to plant those seeds. Yes, I got an expectation of, it's good to have expectations. It's good to plan. You know, and me as a coach, yes, I, I help people plan. I help people execute. But you got to have realistic expectations. And if you remember in the Power of Proverbs, I talked about smart goals and making sure they're specific, measurable, obtainable, realistic, on a timeline, those are good to use. And we need to have SMART goals. 
but we gotta we gotta weigh them also with let us not have unrealistic realistic expectations, but having expectations of good things to happen. And when we when we align with God and we ask for God to be in our plans as well or be a part of His plans, we kind of we kind of have a, a a a confidence in what He's going to do in our in our life and in our plans and in the plans that He has set for us and the, the goals that we are putting into our life to achieve whatever it is that he put in our heart to achieve. And we don't live in a realm of unrealistic expectations. So when, when failure comes, we're like, oh, it, we get blown up. And then we start to procrastinate and not keep on going forward because we have an unrealistic expectation that it's not going to happen. So we just stop doing stuff. Anyways, let us continue. What else about procrastination? Low-hanging fruit. Low-hanging fruit, if, you, if you've ever picked something off of a tree, low-hanging fruit means, oh, that, that's easily accessible. So you get that fruit that's low-hanging, but then once the low-hanging fruit is gone, you know there's fruit higher in the tree, but you don't feel like climbing, learning, growing, maybe reaching out for help, to get the higher hanging fruit. So he said, well, since I can't reach it, I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to say that again. Some of us go into procrastination because we say, well, I can't reach it, so I'm not going to try to go for it. Now, what do you mean by that, Joe? All right, well, if you can't reach it now, what can you do so you can reach that goal? I already mentioned a couple of them, like asking for help, or maybe learning a new skill. Those are two things that you can do if there's some fruit that you can't reach to say, you know what, I'm gonna learn, I'm gonna ask for help to go to the next level. Take some training, whatever. Get a coach. Get a mentor. To go to the next level. To get to the next level of your ministry. Get to the next level of your business. And I'm learning that as well. Believe me, guys. I'm not, I'm not just spouting this because, you know, I'm just spouting it to spout it. I, this, I'm, this is my learning process as well. I'm going through this as well, just like I'm teaching it to you guys. And I have to learn that, you know what, I have to go to next levels in my life and stop procrastinating and do what it takes to get to the next level. All right, what's something else? Something else here. Uh, avoidance. I mean, that, that's just straight up. You procrastinate because you're avoiding something. Oh, I mean, uh, I mean, look, what, what kind of biblical characters can we bring up in this area? The first one I think about is um, Jonah. He procrastinated in his mission that God gave him because he needed to go preach to Nineveh, but he he exercised avoidance instead, right? And look what happened to him. He ended up in the belly of a fish or a whale, whatever, whatever oceanic creature and he got spit up and he's like, oh, you know what? 
God gave him a chance and said, look, brother, do it. And he went ahead and did it. But we don't want to be stuck in a whale <laughs> or a fish or whatever it was in our lives just because we're avoiding something that God wants us to do. All right, what's the next one? Uh, role models. Now, role models. Uh, it says here role models because... Sometimes we procrastinate because that's what's been modeled to us. Other family members, other leaders that we've had in our life, they just weren't good role models. And we start to role model their ways and tendencies of avoidance. Well, you know what? We have better role models in Scripture. Let me give you an, uh, for instance here. That's why I talked about uh, Luke 951 Luke chapter 951 it says when the days were coming to a close for him meaning Jesus to be taken up he determined to journey to Jerusalem and the reference to Luke chapter 951 is in uh, scholars and other uh, theologians make a reference to Isaiah uh, chapter 50 verse 7 which it talks about when the days were coming close for him, he determined himself, and he, his, his face was like a flint, meaning that he had determination. And that should be our role model, Jesus. When the days were coming up for Jesus to basically be crucified for our sins, he became more determined. It says his face was... Some of the other uh, verses of Scripture said it and uh, uh, interpreted as his face was steadfast. He could not be removed from his determination to go to the cross for our sins. That is some serious non that's anti procrastination. He was serious. I mean, his face was fixed to go to Jerusalem to make sure he completed his mission in life. And sometimes we just say, hey, look. We got to pray and ask God for, for strength to have the determination that, like, like Jesus had, not to die on a cross because he already did it, but to do what is what we need to do because we, want, we don't want to miss out on the journey of what God is doing throughout life and in this world with this uh, time, this short period of time that we have on earth to be his hands and feet. So what's next here on procrastination? Mental illness, yeah. Um, sometimes procrastination is because of possible mental illness, chemical imbalances, things of that nature, maybe injuries in the past. And we know sometimes PTSD. You know, being in the military, I, I've run into brothers and sisters that have PTSD. And it affected the way they did things, and which is which is understandable. But again, if we recognize something like that, and we recognize that maybe in someone else, maybe we can suggest and pray for them to have a healing in their mind, healing from a certain illness, or even say, hey, look, maybe you need to see a doctor about this because you're procrastinating in areas and you don't even know that it might be affected because of this accident you were in or maybe the situation that you were that you were in maybe overseas if you're in the military even even car accidents someone can get PTSD 
maybe to witness a, tra a tragic event, get PTSD. And I, and I bring all these things up because we as leaders, as part of the church, or even in our organizations, whether it, or our own business, if we can identify these areas in our employees, maybe family members, maybe fellow church members, ministry uh, workers, we can be more of a help in our leadership. And that's why I bring this up. That's why I said procrastination is not a destination. Just because somebody is procrastinating, that is not necessarily who they are. And we know that in Christ, we are made for good works. And that is our other scripture. In Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 through 10, and I'll read through it. It says, for you saved by grace through faith, and in this, and not in this, not in ourselves, it is a gift to God, not from works that anyone should boast. For we are his creation, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared ahead of time, so we should walk in them. We are created to do good works, to do good things. So procrastination is not a part of what we've been created to do. Procrastination comes through all, some of all these things that, I, that I've talked about that God will help us to overcome. Once we know God has created us for good works, we are fearfully and wonderfully made. We're in his image. We have value because of what God did for us in Jesus Christ. Procrastination is going to be defeated. But we got to remind ourselves of those things. What else? What else we got about procrastination? Fear, fear of failure. That is something that I have had to work with throughout my life. And God's helped me out through his grace, through bringing other people in my life to help me overcome fear of failure because they were better role models instead of negative role models to help me overcome fear of failure because they, they taught me how to act. They taught me how to speak. They've given me responsibilities and things to do to overcome fear of failure. Now, does fear of failure come sometimes? Yes, it does. It does come sometimes. I've gone on some different projects where I procrastinated because I didn't want to do it because of fear of failure. But guess what? Somebody somebody noted somebody noted uh, a while back, I can't remember who it was, but remember, fear of failure, if you procrastinate, guess what you're already doing? You're already failing. If you procrastinate, you're already in failure because if you don't do it, you're failing. But you're saying, oh, I'm, fear I'm fearing failure because if I do it, I don't want to fail. But well, if you're not doing it, you're failing. So let's kick failure in the face. Say, look, I'm going to go ahead and do it. Because you know what? You might not fail. Go for it. Ask God for help in whatever it is that you need to do. And don't be afraid to ask for help because you know what? If you ask for help, you know what? People are willing to help. I figured that out the hard way that nine times out of ten, and that's just, just my own unscientific 
result there is that nine times out of 10, people actually wanted to help me. You know, and if you're in the body of Christ, I'm pretty sure there's some folks that would love to help you in certain projects, whatever it is. You have questions so you can get over those fears. Prayer, prayer is a big deal. I have a question mark right there. That question mark with the procrastination uh, mind map is if I mentioned all these different ones here. Now, some of y'all might not be able to see this. <laughs> But I have a mind map back here with the different areas that we talked about. Another area is bias and procrastination. Maybe you have a hang up about doing whatever it is that you want to do because of biases. And you just don't want to do it. Well, you know what? If God put something on your heart to do, I'll tell you right now, grace in your face. Get over your bias. Get over your bias. Oh, I don't want to help these people out because they're hard-headed, whatever. Look, man, if God asks you to do it, just go ahead and do it. You never know about the wonderful results that God will do if you just go and do it. Be like Nike. Just do it. Now, if, of course, you have to exercise wisdom. If there's something in your heart and the Holy Spirit is not telling you to do something, that's totally different. But then that's where you seek counselors. You seek wisdom. You seek your coach. You seek your mentor. to say, look, this is a certain thing that I want to do in life. I think God to put it on my heart. You explain the X, Y, Z, and yada, 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 whatever it is. And then you brainstorm it out, pray about it. And then if you got a good result from all those prayers and, and seeking wisdom from other people that understand that subject that you're wanting to dive into or that or a project that, that they have an understanding about and you want to go into that project as a business person, then that's a different story. But the whole thing about procrastination, we talked about nine different things. We talked about biases. We talked about perfectionism. We talked about unforgiveness, and even unforgiveness of self, because I put self right there. You've got to learn to for, uh, forgive yourself, too, from past mistakes so you can stop procrastinating and move forward in Christ. We talked about unrealistic expectation. We talked about low-hanging fruit and what that meant. We talked about avoidance, role models, mental illness, you know, PTSD, and things of that nature, and fear of failure. So what could be the tenth thing? And if you're experiencing procrastination, you know what? Hopefully you can look at one of these nine things and also maybe something come up, something else come up and you can say, you know what? This might be a reason why I'm procrastinating. And you know what? The devil's a liar. I'm going to stop procrastinating and I'm going to move forward. Now, remember, in Jeremiah 29.11 it says, for I know my plans for you are to prosper, not to harm you, to have a future and a hope. That's what God tells us. So, why are you procrastinating? Don't tell me. And if you want, you can tell me. Put it in the comments below. And we'll pray about it. But if God has plans for your future and a hope, why are we allowing these 
nine different areas, maybe 10 different areas, to hold us back for God's goodness, our future, and a hope in Him, and how we might be able to positively affect other people with whatever it is that God put in our heart. Like I said, this is for a learning experience. Procrastination is not your destination. Because you have a future and a hope in Christ. Look, and it's, look let me give you uh, uh, 1 John chapter 5, verse 4. It says, because whatever is born of God conquers the world. This is the victory that, that has conquered the world, our faith. And our faith is in Christ. Our faith is in, is in what he can do in us and through us for his glory. He's, he's given us a, a new a hope in him. Once we were saved and we come out of sin, we come out of the darkness of, of the things of the world that we rely on our own strength to do things. But in Christ, we are conquerors. You can do whatever it is God put you, put in your heart to do, but we got to have faith that he will accomplish what he started. And that's what he says in the Word of God, that he will, once whatever he started, he's going to accomplish. He's going to finish it. Whatever he started in you, he will finish it. We just got to have the fortitude and say, look, God, I'm going to trust in what you're doing in me and through me. And when we do that, procrastination can't last. We can only walk in victory. So, guys, uh, I really hope you enjoyed this, guys and gals, you because know, uh, this is going to be broadcast to other folks as well. And, you know, let, let me know what your thoughts are. Put your comments below. What are your thoughts about defeating procrastination? Because procrastination is not your destination. It's not who you are. You are conquerors because we have a faith in a God who has conquered all the things in this world that are negative, that are defeating. So guys, God bless you guys. And remember, 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 remember this. Like I always tell you, have a positive expectation of God's goodness in your life. So let's do it. Let's wake up, kick procrastination in the face and say, look, I am going to be an overcomer in Christ because he already overcame. So I can do it too. All right, guys, guys and gals, <laughs> have a wonderful day. Hey, everybody, don't forget to like and subscribe, comment, send me a DM if you like this episode, and share it with your friends. Again, share it with your friends. This is a good leadership stuff that everybody needs to know. Visit my website at joedetree.com, joedetree.com, to learn more about me. And uh, if you want a free coaching call, hey, go to my website, sign up for a complimentary co coaching call. I'd love to sit down with you and help you figure out how to make 2021 the best year ever. Talk to you later, guys.